0: The man in the suit Who is the cat with the beak Do you really want to feel him Harvey attorney, habeas corpus Harvey attorney Harvey Bergman, attorney at last
1: Everybody get in here. Door slam. Couch potatoes. It's time for a Harvey Birdman episode with none other than our boy Caleb Brownlee, who has only ever been on for animated series. And it's time for another one. What up, Caleb? How are you?
0: I'm good. That is true. I'm only ever here for animation stuff. And I feel like that's because that's like all I can get. <laughs> like, you mean it, like, I feel like. I feel like if I keep scraping the barrel of adult swim shows like that's a safe space that like I can guarantee myself a spot cuz I know you've seen all of them and like I know that nobody else is going to jump on it.
1: I'd never seen Harvey Birdman before this uh this episode that we're doing. It's my first time. Oh,
0: well, bully for you.
1: <laughs> Thank you. So yeah, if you are not aware of or familiar with Caleb's previous, uh, I guess, guest spots on the podcast, he did Shin Chan, Mm -hmm. C-Lab 2021, BoJack Horseman, and now Harvey Birdman. Am I missing any of them? I don't think so. Oh my god, I'm a genius. I'm the smartest woman in the world.
0: I'll be back in fucking 2023 to talk about fucking squid billies.
1: (laughs) Um... That might be a solo episode. I don't know anything about Squidbillies though. <laughs> I want to do an Adventure Time episode at some point. That's a lot of content. See,
0: I never asked because I'm a huge Adventure Time fan, but I just assumed that you time? had done it. I I th- I think that I just created a false memory that you had already done Adventure Time, so I just never asked.
1: Okay. So, Caleb, since it's been a minute since you've been on, why don't you tell us about some of the shows that you've been watching or that you just want to kind of talk about?
0: Well, as you know, um, me and your your loving boyfriend continue to be absolute fucking crazy people and watch every goddamn Netflix show that they come out with, because uh, we hate ourselves.
1: means I watch them all, too, though.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, and you hate us. Uh, so you're welcome. So... I don't know. We just finished up Lupin. Uh, I like that show a lot. Check it out. It's French, but also very good. And uh, that's why they have this outrageous accent. <laughs>
1: um, I really liked Lupin. I was happy that you guys decided to watch part two as part of the show because I wanted to finish watching it when it came out. Yeah,
0: definitely. Um, I finally got into Community, uh, which... I, like, we binged through it pretty quick, but I still have, like, three episodes left to watch, and we haven't gone back to it in, like, a month, and I kind of just don't want to... Yeah, I kind of just don't want to finish it, because then, like, it can't end.
1: How are you enjoying the last couple seasons?
0: I don't know. It's fine. I understand that they had to get rid of Chevy Chase and also everybody, but I don't know. Like... Seasons one through three are, like, clearly the strongest part of the show.
1: Hundy P, is my bubby would say. There's some really good episodes. I was- I'm not gonna fall in this trap. I was just talking about Community with Paul on the last episode, but I also recently-ish binged the whole show from beginning to end, and I don't recall- having watched the fucking, or I don't remember the last couple of seasons prior to watching this time. I don't know if I blocked them out for my own mental health or if I just never watched them. But yeah. Oh no.
0: I have a I have a rampaging turtle in my room. I have a I have a pet tortoise and he was scratching around in his pen so I, I let him loose and now he's just like knocking shit over.
1: It's turtle time! It's- Bubby will get that. I had a rabbit when I was a sophomore in college we were in a four bedroom apartment and two of my three roommates convinced me to get this fucking rabbit and this rabbit they would let run loose out of the cage and it would jump on my <laughs> bed and piss and shit on my bed right before i was ready to go to sleep or in my underwear drawer because
0: oh, i had God. like shitty
1: college furniture that was only like two drawers high this fucking rabbit so you know what i did with the rabbit caleb Did you eat this it is like my most dastardly deed no i'm not <laughs> i'm nice I went and I got this rabbit. I took him outside. I didn't take him outside. I went outside, got a whole bunch of grass, put it in my purse, put the rabbit in my purse. No, because the rabbit would not survive in the wild. It was a domesticated rabbit. Put the rabbit in my purse with a bunch of grass, (laughs) went to the pet store, pretended like I was petting new bunnies, and dropped this big fat ass rabbit in there with the bunnies and just walked out.
0: (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) You reverse burgled a fucking rabbit. I did. Oh, Fuck that man. rabbit. Fucking, I thought tricks were for kids, but that's like <laughs> a whole other level of fucking trickery.
1: I know. I didn't want to try to return it because I didn't know if I would be able to, but I couldn't live one more night with this asshole. He <laughs> had to go, man.
0: Oh man, that's hilarious i don't know as (laughs) as somebody who currently does own a rabbit also uh i can confirm they're basically just small farm animals and are kind of foul
1: they're just and i my mom grew up on a farm so like whenever i would visit her family it was definitely like green acres ish um but no, I can't fuck with the rabbits. And then they got a dog or like a puppy after they got the rabbit and they would like let them both out at the same time and the fucking dog would just chase the rabbit around. It was not okay.
0: That's hilarious. I had to stop
1: the madness.
0: Uh, speaking of animal insanity, uh, Harvey Birdman, he's half bird, half man, all attorney.
1: <laughs> Harvey Attorney, habeas corpus. Um, real quick before we dive into Hi- Harvey Birdman, not Hivey Bardman, because that's Harvey Bardman. <laughs> he just sings a lot about bees or something. I don't know. Um, shit that happened. So Harvey Birdman aired in two thousand. Um, was its premiere? So other shit going on in two thousand. We had on TV. Curb your enthusiasm. Aquatine Hunger Force number one in the hood. G. Uh, Jackass and Survivor. Um, the, for the movies we had Castaway, Gladiator, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and American Psycho.
0: Man, those are some good ass movies.
1: I know there was a lot of good ass movies. The music I picked the literally one two. There's only three songs that I picked, and they were the only ones that I would actually be able to listen to and not want to end my life. So the music was "Try Again" by Aaliyah. It's gonna be May. Really, it's, it's gonna be, gonna me be by May. <laughs> And then Independent Women by Destiny's Child. Uh, pop culture Meg Ryan left Dennis Quaid for a fling with Russell Crowe. The PS2 released in Japan. Jennifer, Aniston, and Brad Pitt got married. And Napster revolutionized the music industry. You feel like you some, remember 2000 some would now, say Caleb? destroyed. I mean...
0: Uh, those people are idiots.
1: Uh, I don't pretend to know enough to say anything intelligent, especially since I just drank an alcohol so fucking it would,
0: would whatever you, you like say is correct. Uh, alcohol
1: <laughs> <laughs> i have to go to the business factory
0: <laughs> i did a big business <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay so that being said oh wait where's my paper i gotta fucking streamline this shit this is a disaster how i have this done okay so harvey birdman it aired from 2000 to 2007 on the Cartoon Network during its Adult Swim programming for 40 episodes. It's rated an 8.10, or 8.0 out of 10 on IMDb. And it follows a third-rate superhero, Harvey Aternman. Oh my god, fucking kill me.
0: Harvey Aternman.
1: Third-rate superhero Harvey Birdman gets a new lease on life when he becomes a lawyer. And the show stars Gary Cole, Stephen Colbert, Thomas Allen, John Mac- Michael Higgins, and Chris Edgerly. Wow. okay all right caleb what do you love about harvey birdman
0: <laughs> first i have a conspiracy theory the last time i was mm-hmm. on the show was for bojack horseman now i'm on for harvey birdman
1: oh my god oh right.
0: my god
1: and i planted hollyhock and, in my garden what the fuck is harvey happening? birdman
0: is hb and bojack horseman is bh
1: oh my god I didn't take the right kind of drugs for that to really blow my mind, but that is a little <laughs> fucking cool.
0: I can see the Matrix.
1: Oh my god! Would you take the red pill or the blue pill? Did, would you want to know or not know?
0: Uh, I would crush both up together and snort it just to see what happened.
1: Interesting. I'm more of a head in the sand kind of gal in that situation. I would rather not know.
0: Is there like is there like another pill which is also a suppository that like? Lets you uh control the weather or something, I don't know
1: thank you, Space weather for the <laughs> use for th- of their song repository <laughs>
0: uh for the use of your bitter pill uh now I'm <laughs> Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> we are so this is weird. a disaster.
0: we're just both just such stupid people,
1: really though, for real, you um, are so dumb.
0: Yeah, I mean do you know. uh, Harvey Birdman. <laughs> I I love the premise of it. Um so this is like one of the like Adult Swim like Cartoon Network and by extension Adult Swim got the rights to all of the old Han- Hanna Barbaria properties. See, I can't talk either. Um
1: Yay. But
0: like they they just went fucking ham with it. So like another show we've talked about, fucking C Lab twenty twenty one, which was, you know, their fucking joke show based on C-Lab 2020, which was a serious show, I guess. Um, I've never seen it. but like I
1: haven't either.
0: It's like the same thing. And like, you know, they did Space Ghost and the Brack Show and like all kinds of shit. And they just kind of fucked around with these old Hanna-Barbera cartoons. um. Which like this is kind of the one that leans into it the most because uh, he is an attorney at law. So, like, Fred Flintstone, the Scooby gang, uh, Johnny Quest will all come through his law office and seek legal counsel. And, uh, I don't know. I just really like that premise. Um, The show could have aged better. How do you mean? Uh, I don't know. There's a lot of, like, gay panic.
1: Yeah. (laughs) See, I felt like... And I maybe it's because of my experience with like adult and is I don't take the shit they're saying seriously at all because like they also have a lot of misogyny, which I don't think that I think it's all played for laughs, which, yeah, you know, through the lens of time. 2021 is yeah, it was a different time. So 2000, 2007, gay panic and misogyny were played for laughs. And I just kind of like accept that as the fabric of reality and don't like I don't L- let it hit listen. me as hard. If it was something that came out this year, then yeah, that would be an issue for me.
0: Listen, the world was different when the World Trade Center existed.
1: Yeesh. You know something that's weird? So I was watching the first season, and like the first season came out over the span of like three years, even though it's only like seven or eight episodes.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Like, shows back then were like really weirdly spaced out
1: really weirdly spaced out i don't know how like that would go with airing or like having a schedule but to have eight episodes no it was nine episodes scratch that take over three or four years to come out like that's crazy that's all you have is the first season how are these shows coming on air yeah you know nintendo all right what else (laughs) what else do you like about this show or do you have did you say everything
0: um this show was my introduction to Stephen Colbert as a person like this is, I think this is the first thing I ever saw that he was in, so uh
1: oh wow, yeah, interesting. Okay, so some of the stuff that I like, this was my first time ever watching this. So I wish that I had had more, I guess familiarity with the Hanna-Barbera world because my knowledge and my watching was basically like the Flintstones i knew about yogi bear i knew about Mm scooby-doo and like peripherally knew about a couple of other characters but for the most part like i didn't i didn't feel like i could get as many of the jokes or like the stuff that they were doing like because i didn't have that to fall back on but then again like a lot of these characters are just uh not really themselves, like they're playing I guess other modern interpretations of what they would be in this day and age, I guess yeah. that makes sense
0: or or like just fantastic versions, like uh Fred Flintstone shows up in an episode and he's Ugh. just
1: a mob boss. that's what we're gonna talk about that episode, that's one of my favorite episodes um, so shit I liked about the series. I liked that they had characters from other episodes as bit background characters in other episodes. So this co- show has a lot of callbacks and they build a lot on what they've already kind of established. And I really like that. And the site guides that they have are top notch. Like, um, there's one episode, I forget who the fucking legal, like client is but like they were talking about the town of hoop and holler and the townspeople like have their whole like reaction in the fucking galley and like the one guy's hat will like go up in the air and then land back on his head but they do the same like i guess stock footage of that multiple times and that shit's funny (laughs) the whole everyone get in here bit like um x and his death console that he's looking around like the sight gags are fucking great on this show so those are my two big things that i really liked about it Um, who are some of your favorite and least favorite characters?
0: Uh, I really like Avenger, because it's just a bird that is, like, somehow his legal aid. Uh, I really like Apache Chief. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Which is, you know, problematic, but I don't know, he's just funny on the show. Um. Yeah. I don't know, um, I fucking can't stand Peanut. I don't know, I think Peanut is funny, but, like i don't know peanut like, grew
1: on me peanut and reducto grew on me reducto i, I did not like at all at first
0: i fucking love reducto i also love Min the mind taker
1: yes that's my number one favorite with a bullet point Mentok. <laughs> he's fucking amazing uh,
0: shit. john michael
1: higgins slays it as Min like i there's not a bad thing that mentok does like i did there was no part of him being on the show where i was like this eh. is boring like scrap that he's great All the i time. also
0: like i also just love uh it's so silly but like also thematic like uh his judge's gavel is just like a brain and like <laughs> uh i can't remember what they call him but like the other judge is like
1: yeah i don't know his name like
0: a caveman or like a viking or something and his gavel is like a giant club like a stone axe that a caveman leaves. yeah
1: yeah i don't know what his name is either and i didn't really look for it because like a lot of the boys actors on the show voice multiple roles so it's very yeah. easy to like miss it
0: um probably my least favorite character is x the eliminator he's just annoying
1: he really fucking is and that's um (laughs) peter mcnichol i know him from Ally McBeal, and he's annoying on that show too like he's just a whiny little fucking worm and he i guess something about that voice plays well to another character doing the same kind of annoying wormy shit yeah yeah x was annoying um volturo i didn't like but he's not in a whole lot and then potamus like there some of his shit was funny but he was the character that really like got under my skin the most because he is just a lousy excuse for i say a human being like loosely obviously but he's just he's a lousy excuse
0: for a hippopotamus
1: lousy 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 um you mentioned mentok who i loved peanut grew on me and then i didn't like the one inch detective in his main story but i loved every time he would pop up on the screen like you would just never expect it. They would do like something dangerous or like do something and then like all of a sudden he's popping up and he's just like there and like near death <laughs> or like just like evaded some giant risk or something. Like he's just always there and he made me laugh. But yeah, those were my favorites and least favorites. Um, let's talk about some of your favorite episodes. What are some of the ones that you want to watch over and over again? Uh
0: I really I really like the first season of the show, but uh I think season like season 1 episode 3 is my favorite cuz it's the one where yes. Shaggy and Scooby get pulled over in the Mystery Machine on suspicion of uh drug use.
1: You know I loved that one. And
0: I, f- I fucking love that episode so much and I could watch it over and over. I love Fred trying to fucking argue for them and like stick up for them. And he's like, "No, they're not they're not on drugs, they're just really stupid." <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly they're all just trying to find when they opened i think they opened the episode with a live um foot, like live action police cam footage of them like pulling over the mystery mobile or the mystery machine whatever it's called and then like you just hear the character's voices like zoinks get out of here when i i'm the worst voice actor but you know what i'm saying like zoinks scoob this is where i need dan he's such a good voice actor yeah, I loved that episode and like the whole because you know that Shaggy and Scooby were a bunch of fucking stoners. At least that's how it plays today. Oh yeah, and it was just a funny tongue and cheek kind of like <laughs> episode. Just I four
0: hippies that. in a van solving mysteries with their talking dog.
1: And then Peanut, of course, is trying to hit on Daphne the whole time. Oh yeah, dirty, dirty Peanut.
0: Um, I also really liked the uh, Death by Chocolate episode. Uh, which is with Yogi and Boo Boo, uh, because Boo Boo is accused of being a terrorist known as the Unaboo Boo, Boo, who used trapped picanica baskets to blow up people.
1: Yeah, right. Hey, I have a question. Did Harvey and Boo Boo fuck? Yeah. In that episode? I mean, yeah. right? They did, right? Because,
0: like, Boo Boo kind of shows up later on, and, the, like, they're still kind of romantically involved. But, yeah.
1: Well, yeah, he woke up in Boo Boo's bed at one point.
0: Yeah, like, that's the stinger at the end of the episode, because, like, Harvey doesn't think that he's actually uh, the Unaboo Boo. But, like, they kind of do, like, a basic instinct, where he's looking around and there's clues and he starts to freak out. But, yeah, he wakes up in bed with Boo Boo wearing yogi bear's fucking robe
1: (laughs) this show is like comprised and like i feel like this is a humor that you're very much you and dan both very much appreciate where it's a lot of like what the fuck is happening it's very nonsensical it's very kind of bizarre and it's like that's a point i guess of humor that it uses and that's not something that i usually go for but this show has a lot of like a, callbacks, and B, like, rapid-fire laughs that take a few watches to actually get everything and to really fully appreciate. So I've only oh, watched yeah. through the series once. That, I feel uh, like if I revisited it, it would be even better.
0: That episode also has one of my favorite jokes in the series, which is where uh, Harvey and Reducto are sitting at a bar, and is uh, going on and on about how, like, the government's a sham, and everything's owned by a handful of corporations, and soon there's going to be one world currency. And Harvey laughs laughs at that idea, and then pays his bar tab in euros. Uh,
1: I liked in the first episode. It was um race and whatever Doctor Quest, and they're like having the custody battle over Johnny and Haji. And at the end of the episode, they're at said bar, and the fucking bartender pours liquor in all four of like all of their cups, including the kids. And Harvey's like, "They're kids." Yeah, they're and he puts they're cherries children. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh fuck
1: fucking that's so good it really what else is. did you like
0: um yeah i don't know man like i said like uh the first the first season is the one that i'm the most familiar with uh especially because like as i was rewatching it that's the one that i didn't fall asleep during the most <laughs> because my work schedule is just untenable
1: Yeah, your work schedule sounds bananas, by the way. Fuck that shit. I work
0: a lot, but I also make a lot of money, so it's kind of worth
1: it. Yeah, I've done that. I've done that, and I lost a lot of weight being stressed out. We'll leave it at that.
0: I don't know. Um, I feel like I've gained a lot of weight being stressed out.
1: Listen, if you are at a point where you are happy, that's all that matters. Long pause. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) you're welcome um let's talk about that fred flintstone episode because that's also in the first season and they did a very sopranos take on the Flintstones which I now I've seen the Sopranos so I was able to get like and I've seen the Flintstones so there's I understood all of the references the only thing I didn't understand was all of the different heads that kept appearing in Birdman's bed I didn't know who all those characters were except for like the just the random Hanna-Barbera characters
0: horse. yeah there was like fucking Quick Draw or whatever Quick Draw McGraw and then there was like Astro the Wonder Dog or whatever was one of them I think that's what he's called maybe I don't know
1: that sounds probable. Is that, is Astro the one from the Jetsons?
0: <sighs> I thought it was like the fucking Super Friends dog. I don't
1: which, like, know. Which in, like
0: in the next episode, it's I think it's the one that like gets killed because it gets stuck in the copy machine. Dynamite, that's oh. its name.
1: There you go. And they also in that episode they did the full um, Sopranos esque intro, but like in the Flintstones motif, which I appreciate and like. Yeah, I think they even had the strip club and everything. It was good times. Good times.
0: Yeah. Um. Um. Go ahead. I don't know. I uh, I want to talk about the Apache Chief episode. Uh, okay. Because like a lot of th- a lot of the episodes, they'll reference like real legal cases that are kind of like just in the public sightgeist. Uh so like this episode is a joke about the the Lebeck versus McDonald's restaurants lawsuit where the elderly woman got a cup of coffee that was like 300 fucking degrees. Uh and the lid wasn't on it wrong or or the lid was on it wrong and like she spilled it on her lap and had like third degree burns and like a lengthy hospital stay. And like people make fun of that case but like it's it was fucking horrifying and McDonald's definitely was at fault. So, um Honeybee. So like uh Apache Chief, one of the least popular super friends uh who has the power to to grow to large sizes saves the city from a meteor. Uh and then he heads into a Starbucks type place for a cup of coffee uh and spills the hot coffee on his lap. So Uh, He goes to see Harvey to try to sue them, and he explains that, like, he's lost his ability to enlarge because he spilled it on his lap. And uh, cue 15 minutes of dick jokes because it's like he can't (laughs) grow anymore. Oh, like, he used to stand tall and erect and mighty, and, like, now he's just, you know, a little little shrinky-dink or whatever. But, yeah, like, the case ends up getting thrown out because, like... Uh, a hot girl comes into the court and he like gets big and it's, you know, do you get it? It's a boner joke. And then like at the do episode, at the end of the episode, she kisses him on the cheek and he grows up a little bit and blushes and everybody laughs.
1: Doesn't he get big and then they look up his loincloth at some point?
0: Yeah, they do that several times. He'll get big and like, because he's just wearing a loincloth, everybody can see his dong.
1: Oh, yeah.
0: Apache chief. Enoch chuck
1: one of the other things and so season one ends with like a to be continued like two-parter episode or i guess two episodes obviously Mm -hmm. and that shit like that was so fucking bizarre so it starts out with this guy azul blue falcon who's made a partner in the firm and takes harvey's office and then harvey's office gets moved to the men's room very the office like um, and then they end up like sending Harvey to jail for something, and it keeps showing like six months later, six yeah. months later, and he's in jail for like five years.
0: Yeah. So like Azul is an incompetent lawyer, and Dynamut's doing all of his work, but like Azul's getting all the attention instead of Harvey. So like Harvey's trying to use the office copier, and like they—that's what it is. They find him like covered in ink and crying, and Dynamut's like dead body is jammed in the fucking copy machine. So Harvey ends up going down for murder because <laughs> everybody thinks he killed him. But then so harvey gets sent to death row and he's in prison for five years and he's at his fucking execution. And then like just as they're about to fucking kill him, they like drop a banner that says Happy 40th birthday. And it's like, yeah, we uh we had this idea a few years ago to surprise you for your birthday. Uh, and also Dynamut still alive, and the whole thing was just a fucking like they actually had him in prison for five years so that they could <laughs> do a surprise birthday party. It's amazing. That's the
1: kind of like crazy fucking like I guess deep six jokes that they're doing. I don't know if deep six is the right terminology, yeah. but like they're just, they just going they fucking go for it, yeah, full tilt, yeah.
0: But, but like the whole time, like Harvey's walking the prison yard and stuff, and they're like. Man, I wish that we could escape and like, if only we had some way to fly over the fence. And Harvey's just like, yeah, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, and he ends up marrying Magilla Gorilla while he's in prison.
1: Well, then there's another fucking crazy ass episode with that chick at the gym that marries all of them, except for like, she's fucking everybody and their mother, but she doesn't even get Harvey's name right. But he ends up marrying her along with like five other guys. Yeah, fucking weird. This show's weird. <laughs> it's
0: really weird. So yeah, Harvey's in like seven marriages, and like also in a romantic relationship with Boo Boo Bear, who is also a terrorist.
1: Right? There's layers. We'll we'll just say there's layers to this show. Yeah. Uh, there was one episode that made me laugh a lot. It was um in season three. It was when Falcon Seven get it. It's Falcon Seven. Brings his daughter to work. And there's yeah. something he says, like, it's important to get women interested in careers because then we have a determined and motivated workforce that's willing to work for 60% of what it costs to pay a man. <laughs> so, like, yeah. shit like that. <laughs>
0: um, also, like, the the name of the day that they're celebrating that causes him to bring his daughter to work is called Take Phil's Daughter to Work Day. But
1: <sighs> well, That introduces us to Bird Girl, who I actually... I. Paget Brewster, I did not like her very much on community and i don't care much for bird girl in this series um that being said also during this episode there's like a bunch of callbacks so we get like tiny man fred flintstone that flashing squirrel dude devlin and then her- harvey's <laughs> mole like there's tons of fucking like if you've been watching the show it starts to pay off in little ways because you can appreciate all the little like splashes of characters and what they each mean like there's something i forget what it was oh because they were interrogating some mole and so when the mole's on the stage like there's this mole and harvey reaches for his fucking mole on his face
0: yeah because he has a mole that looks like frida kahlo
1: (laughs) and then they were like (laughs) painting frida kahlo in a later episode like it's just somebody was smoking some good ass shit when they were writing these episodes oh yeah like so somebody
0: somebody found out who frida kahlo was and like became obsessed with the idea I don't know, like, um, there was, like, some weird Electra shit in that episode, too, because, like, uh, Electra, like, the, the Greek tragedy and, like, counterpart to Oedipus, not, like, the shitty Marvel superhero, uh, because, like, Phil doesn't realize that Bird Girl is his daughter in disguise and is, like, trying to hit on her.
1: Yeah, and then she's always, like, having like this internal monologue battle that she's always saying like into a microphone or like on a tv that's actually being broadcast like but i am his daughter and (laughs) then like everybody hears it but somehow nobody fucking concludes or like gets it all the way i don't know it's a running joke that they have um but then one of my favorite running jokes since i just briefly mentioned that was like falcon seven's lack of depth perception like, he'll, in the first season, or no, sorry, the second season, he's, like, trying to get a key in the keyhole, and he's just, like, constantly missing and going, like, to the right or left of it. And he's like, ha-ha! Yeah. Here we go! Next time's it! Spatial relations!
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's probably, like, my favorite running gag, is uh, Phil's bad death perception. Because he'll be, like, uh, like, Birdman will walk into his office, and he'll be like, Birdman, take a seat! And, like, point at the fucking, like, coffee table. So, like, Harvey will sit on the coffee table and he's like, no, over there, not there. And he'll point, like, off to the side of the room there and point back at the coffee table. So, like, Harvey will shift over to the chair that he's not pointing at and awkwardly sit in it.
1: Yes. Or, like, they'll do some kind of, like, target thing where, like, Harvey's got something on his head and Phil's going to, like, shoot it off of his head. He's like, oh, God. No, no, no. No um are they running whoa well, oh, we didn't talk much about potamus potamus is one of those recurring characters that's always like his running joke is saying did you get that thing i sent you or he's constantly like found having sex with somebody like with his pants down like something will like fall or a door will open and he's just in there like <laughs> pants down he's the most i guess annoying character in terms of everything about him yeah, i don't he's need, a I
0: need, I, he's a sex pest
1: yes he suks what other but i did have another running joke what the fuck was it oh the other one was just the clown car the clown car driving past the screen periodically that was funny um yeah. okay caleb what don't you like about the show or what um, episodes don't you like i don't know like i said there's
0: just there's a couple things that just didn't age well but, uh, I mean, that's, you could say that about fucking anything, really.
1: Well, so, like, Devlin, to me, was the most disgusting character. Like, I didn't put him on my characters I hated list, because I just tried to pretend he doesn't exist. But there's, like, one episode where he's getting sued for a defective toy, and it, he's got this ear, like, this finger, sorry, sewn on to where his ear should be. And it's, like, progressively decaying throughout the episode and just like flapping around that shit fucking had me so grossed out
0: uh it's awful
1: yeah i could have done without devlin he was a nasty i mean that was the point of him so like i don't hold it against him but he was nasty do you have any episodes you didn't like particularly that you can think of i'm gonna scroll through my notes while um, i vamp to you
0: i don't know there's definitely like there's weaker ones but I can't really think of any that I hated.
1: Oh, I kind of liked the Jetsons episode just because I watched the Jetsons a little bit and they had like a a mind. I said so there's something between Mintock and Elroy where they were against each other. I forget the details but one of them says no one person can ruin the planet and then it cuts to George Bush passing like driving down the road in a car and throws litter out of his car and in front of Apache Chief and he just has the single tear go down yeah. his face. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking great. Uh
0: which is a reference to an old ass commercial. But yeah, I love um I love the Jetsons episode cuz like it's in 2002 and the Jetsons are like uh yeah, like we we come from the distant future of the year 2000 uh and then like they're trying to walk to Harvey's desk and they're like oh cuz the God. the floor like the rug they think it's supposed to be like a conveyor and it's like oh god like it's broken how do we get there and they're like trying to figure out how to fucking walk there and it takes them like an entire day
1: yeah and it shows like the struggle and they're like we need water <laughs> that was good there was a, like a little snippet of they went in some episode i forget which one to jail this is before the jetsons episode and it had like in the background in the prison the jetsons family visiting george in jail i loved i love seeing like little things like that in the background are what I enjoyed most about this show, probably.
0: Yeah.
1: Let's see. So just to give a quick overview for everybody who's interested and knows Hanna-Barbera. So over the course of the series, we got SeaQuest. Um, what is that? Is that what that is? Sequest with Johnny and Haji?
0: Or uh, that was uh, just Johnny Quest.
1: Okay, so Johnny yeah. Quest, whatever Apache Chief is, Scooby-Doo. Super um, Friends. Yeah. Yogi Bear. I don't know what show you weenie is Fred Flint or the Flintstones.
0: I think show you weenie was just a joke about a
1: penis joke.
0: uh, I don't know. They might have been making fun of like the like Archie or something. I don't know. I don't think it was like a direct reference they were making.
1: So, also, Droopy Dog, Quick Draw Horse, Ricochet Rabbit, some Wally Gator dude. Like, they fucking hit bottom tier, the caveman guys. So, the little caveman guy wanting evolution taught in quote unquote science class was funny in the beginning because of how anti evolution that science teacher was. Yeah. The Hot Tub Time Machine shit was fucking weird. I didn't like that. Oh, the other episode I like now, I remember, was the uh, quote unquote Turner Classic Birdman that they had and they introduced it as like an episode from the 60s which if you're paying attention to any of the dialogue clearly this is a new episode because there's no way they were cracking these jokes
0: plus like they're referencing star wars which came out a decade after what the yeah time period we're told it's from
1: um we got M- Magilla Gorilla in another episode oh The other episode I liked was the uh, 7 and 7 new employee uh, video they had to watch and it gave like the backstory of Philkin 7 and all the pictures like while they're talking about him he's got something dangerous by his eye and you're just like wondering when the fucking eye is gonna happen. That was good. Yeah. Yeah, Okay so let's talk about the series finale real quick. So at the beginning I think of season 4 Philkin 7 gets hit by a car and Harvey thinks he has to take over the firm but then Bird Girl does and then Deus Ex Machina, Vulcan 7 comes back, and then Harvey gets fucking hit by the van. And I didn't know that was the finale, because on, what was this, on HBO, there's an episode 8, which was a 2018 special. So, like, they ended the fucking series with killing their main character. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, that's,
0: uh, that's how you do it, I guess.
1: I mean, I guess that's how you know she's not coming back.
0: Yeah. Then people will quit fucking asking about it.
1: Yeah, he's just dead, but then they did that 2018, and I didn't know it was a 2018 special because I thought this was just like ended in 2007. I was like, this is oddly Trumpian. How did they know? <laughs> but then it was 2018. Yeah. Dark times ahead and dark times behind.
0: Oh, boy. That's what I have
1: to say about that. Okay, so what would you do differently about the show, or what would you change, if anything? Um. Yeah, I
0: don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I want to change anything really. Like it's, it's like I said, it's got its stronger episodes and its weaker episodes. But like I don't know, It just kind of works as what it is. It's just, it's just a silly nonsense thing.
1: That is true. The only thing I said that I would change would not be with the show, would be with me, and that would be for me to have more familiarity with the Hanna Barbera world than I did, because I feel like I would have gotten more out of the show. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. I feel like this show is great at being exactly what it is, which is just weird as fuck, and everybody just being, having fun and being weird. That's what it is. I don't know,
0: it's, uh, like, parody is the sincerest form of flattery. Like, they're, you can tell that the people who made this, like, really loved those old cartoons and, like, wanted to kind of take the piss out of it and pick it apart.
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Is there anything else you want to discuss before we go to make? Ba- oh my God, marry Bangkill.
0: Nope, I'm fine.
1: <laughs> okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to go first?
0: Uh, I'll go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna bang Bird Girl. Cause come on. Um, That's fair. I'm going to kill Peanut because he's dangerous uh, and probably <laughs> has a plan to kill me. Uh, and I'm gonna marry Harvey Birdman because everybody's doing it, and I want to be popular.
1: <laughs> okay, so I'm going to bang Birdman. Um I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory, like, yeah. Uh I'm going to kill Potamus because he You want to feel the he... power of attorney. <laughs> I do <laughs> That was fucking good. Uh, I'm going to kill Potamus. Forth He's the a body, piece of shit. Indeed. Ew. That's what habeas corpus means. How oh, is that what that means?
0: Yeah, habeas corpus means bring forth the body. It means that like you have the right to know what you're being accused of.
1: Oh, I don't speak Latin, so thanks for that.
0: Neither do most lawyers. They just try to pretend that they do.
1: I tried to sing along with the theme song, but like the fucking timing of it, like I could never <laughs> fucking get it Cause right. Because it's like
0: an old-timey fucking lounge act.
1: Who it is the, hardest who fucking is the theme man song in to the sing? cape? Who
0: is the cat with the beak? Dude.
1: Wait, wait, is that... I don't. Know, it was the "Do you really want to feel him?" Do part that always really fucked me up, really and then
0: power of attorney, habeas corpus,
1: Harvey Birdman, attorney <laughs> at law, something like that, something like that. All right, well, Caleb, is there anything that you want to plug for your show, um, either of your shows, before you head out of here?
0: Nah, they're bad. Don't listen to them.
1: True. All right, so next month, uh, theoretically or supposedly, I'm going to be making up for the April show. We were supposed to record, um, what was it called? My So-Called Life with Gerald and April, and that stupid idiot's body made him get emergency surgery. So we're going to be making that up next month. So that's what y'all can look forward to. Um, Yeah, that's it. Caleb, thank you so much for coming on to talk about another cartoon with me. We did it. We did it. We're the best. Around.
0: Let me, uh, let me, let me know about Adventure Time, cause uh, I will rewatch the entire thing. at, oh, at a, I still at a have never notice. finished it. Oh my god, the last episode is so good. Is it? It's it's perfect. It really is. I
1: just never want it to end. It's like how you were feeling. Well,
0: the whole the whole point of the last episode though is that like the adventure never ends like there's like there's always a little bit more and like things keep going and like they really wrap it up in like a really kind of profound and beautiful way that like is a lot more than like the silliness of the show kind of would suggest i fucking love adventure I time know. uh do, do yourself a favor do it and then we'll talk about it and love it forever okay
1: Well, I can guarantee that I fucking the problem with adventure time for me is because there's so many episodes in a season and I know they're all short, but there's just so much like if I were to list off favorite episodes, I would have at least 30 that I would need to discuss because there's so many episodes. So, like, I don't know. That might be a part one part two situation
0: you can probably skip like seasons five and six also because it's like after pendleton ward left and they did like the elements thing where it's like a long ass story arc and then they did the islands thing where it's like a long ass story arc it's just like i i just miss like the one-off silly episodes
1: yeah one of my favorite i'm not gonna talk about it now. never mind i'm gonna- I was going to start talking about favorite episodes of Adventure Time, but I'm going to put a pin <laughs> in that and save it. We'll,
0: we'll save it for that actual episode.
1: Indeed. All right, Caleb. Uh, I'll see you next Tuesday.
0: At the movies.
1: At the movies and, on TV. And
0: in response, I bolt myself.
1: Whatever you said is correct.
0: Get in here, everybody. Get out of here, everybody. Goodbye forever.
1: <laughs> Goodbye forever. <laughs>